Vaiter and Shas. We're going to pick it up at the very top of the page. Mazda, for those who just finished the eighth parak, starting now the brand new parak, the ninth parak. Here we go. Zak the Mishnah. Somebody writes to his wife, I don't have a claim or an argument about your any of your property. Then what's the halacha? He gets to eat the pears. It's not going to look the plucking property. She comes in with his field and comes off the field. Let's see, an apple field and an apple orchard, and then the apples come off it. He still gets to eat the pears during his lifetime. If she dies, Yarsha is Yarsha. Then what good is it writing this thing? If she goes and she sells or sells her stuff or she gives it away, then that is Kayim. He doesn't stop her from being able to do such a thing. Cause of law, whatever he writes, I don't have in your property or in your Paris. He can't have the Paris during her lifetime. If she dies, he is Yorish her stuff. She could sell it. He doesn't get the stuff during the lifetime, but if she dies, he is Yorish her. Rav Yehuda, Rav Yehuda argues on that. He says, nope, nice try. Actually, you do not lose that over here. You can always have the Peire Peros. He retains the rights to have the Peros of the Peros. That is that if he goes and says, I can have the Peros, so then she has the land, she has apples, she takes the apples, she sells the apples, she takes the, the money of the apples, the Peire Peros, buys the land with that. That land retains to her, or goes to her, but then the Peros of that, he can actually get from. So that's the Peire Peros. Unless he writes, until he writes that entire thing and that as well. Now, uh, cost of law, let's see, he writes to her, whether you're alive or you are dead, oh, look at that, finally got a way of getting out of having anything to do with it. Because you worked that out pretty straightforward. Even in such a matzav, if she dies, then he does yorish her. Because making a tanai and something with the Torah rights. You make a tanai and something with the Torah rights. You, your tanai is batal. He's of the opinion, he says, Rashi, the Kasavi Yushas about the Oraisa, the effect that the husband's going to get, and this is a the Oraisa de Kazakh. And Rashi points out that the Vimsukam, having to stand up, he said, the Gemara about Abbasio. Zok the Haile Gemara, Tani Rebbe He has a bit of a change of Lashon over here. Our Mishnah said, a Kosev, if you're right. He says, if you just say it to your wife, Rashi says, just speaking itself, Nami Salak Nafshe removes himself. Below Shum Kenyan Uksuva with Uksiva, that instead of Kenyan or writing down. Frank the Gemara, though, if he goes in, he writes this down, that he has nothing to do with it. Certainly, if he speaks, he just says it. What, what, how does this help? In other words, it shouldn't be that it takes away any one of its rights. Someone says to his friend, and they are, let's say, partners in a field, Rashi says. He says one of these things. Then what happens? I don't have any claim with this field. And I have nothing to do with it at all. That right, Meaning to say, that everything should belong to the other, the other, you know, the the partner. Then v'yadi misulekas heimeno. He uses lashon. My hand is taken away from it. Lo amaklum. He didn't say anything. Rashi says the ain kan lashon matana. You need to have a lashon of matana for tabbing. You can't have a negative lashon of I'm removing. It's got to be a lashon of I'm giving over. 
and therefore it should be nothing. So how could the husband over here get rid of his right to the wife's stuff by just saying it out? So comes the Gemara to answer, I'll tell you why. Because we're talking about the, the situation is before actually, anything actually came into effect. Amr Devir Oda Arusa. It's when he writes his her when they're still in the state of, uh, when they're still just engaged. And they then yet get married where he has the rights. Says Rashi, Someone in his lands belongs to him. Wants to give it over. He needs to say It's talking about a case where they yet weren't married in order getting it. They weren't zochad in the chasim yet. Umatana. Umasta, your mother made it tonight with it. Shalom Yiskeb and Lukashi Yisamel. You shouldn't get it when they get married. So before something goes into effect, he can get his way out of it, and therefore he doesn't have to use Lashem Matana, and that's how it works. The case of the Shutfin, though, we're doing the case where there are the Shut of theirs. So you want to give it away, it's got to be done in some sort of Lashem Matana. Let's go according to Rav Kana, Rav Kana. Let's say a person gets a Nachla inheritance coming from, uh, coming to a person from another place. Right? That means... Um, Says Rashi, Sheena Yerusha Savosav, Sana Yerusha from his father, Ela Yede Maisa, through his action, Tovel Akansim, Kigon, Nachlas Ishto Habalo, like the Nachl of his wife that comes to him, Ideni Suen Shalo. The whole Mishum Takanta Didei, Tikun Rabbanan, since it's through his own actions over here that happens, Vehu Ba, Tikun Rabbanan, Vehu Ba, Limcha Olea, Mocha Kutaf Kuhuna, he has the ability to go and be Mocha. So Nachabal Adam Makamacher, Adam Master, Leshal Yerusha, a person can be Master that he does not get it in the first place. And therefore, this is what happens over here. Also, before he gets it, he can go and get rid of it. This works in the world of Rava. Dumb Rava, Rava says, Omer EF Shiba Takanis Gacham says, Don't want the Takanis Gacham. I don't want it. Rashi says, Tiknu the Tovasi, Vena Tovali, that did it for my Tova, but it's not considered good for me. Kigon Zu, like this particular case we're talking about right now, Shomalo, then we listen to the guy. We allow this to happen. Rashi says, "What says Kegon Zu? The Kaman Mefarsh Hayitmar." Can explain what exactly it's talking about. Now the Gemara says, "My Kegon Zu." Do you mean like this? Kidrav Huna Merav, Kidrav Rav, Damar Huna Merav. Yechol Isha Shetomer LeBaila. A woman could say to her husband, "Ain't in his own as feigning an Ose." Listen, I don't want to be supported by you, and I'm not going to go out and work for you. The Chachamim set up that a husband should make sure he gives wife food because maybe she's not going to have enough to take care of herself. And they said that what's going to happen because of that. That the wife, whatever she earns, she goes to the husband. This is to take away any sort of fighting that's going to come if she were to go ahead and she keeps this also. And she takes the food from him and she takes this also. So if Huna says the name of Rav, that since it's set up in order for, to help the wife, she can refuse it. She can say that, you know what, I'm working a lot of money. I'll just do my own thing. I don't need it from you. And if she goes ahead and she thinks it's going to work out, and she could say, I don't want to get it. And hold on to whatever she wants. That's the case. And even a tsunami, even if she's married to the husband, also should be able to go ahead and give up his right to take her stuff. If the whole shtickle is for his benefit, then he should be able to say, when it's not good for him, it's not good for him, and that's even when he's in the state of Nesua. Says Rashi, Ihachi, even if the Nesuanami should be, it's not good for him, we should be able to say it. Because once in the state of Nesuin, his 
his hands like her hands. Rashi says, "Vareihu kishutaf It's like a mishut, like a partner. The kevim in the chasam shalau tzarich lashon matana. You need lashon matana. Vein moaba lashon din v'tzvarim. This is lashon doesn't work anymore. He's got to use a different type of lashon. That's it. Rava Amar. Rava gives another way of saying it. Yada adifamiyada. No, his hand is even stronger than her hand. Seemingly, they're saying pretty much at the end of the day, there's really no nafkamina yet. We're going to see nafkamina in just a moment. But the point is that Rav and Abai are both saying, or Abai and Rav are both saying that Yadok Yadok Yadadif Miyadok, and therefore he has to use some sort of lashon of matana to get rid of it. Now, what's a nafkamina? Nafkamina l'shemeres yavam. The difference between Abai and Rav's answer is the case of a shomeres yavam. This delicious Rashi basically spells that, that we know we had a Mishnah we saw earlier in Dafpeyam and Beis. Beisham Beisel had a machlokas about what do we do with the nichse melug of a yavama who died when she's in a state of Shemeris Yavam. Bishame say that the Yarshim of her husband will split it up with her Yarshim as well. Bishale say that her Yarshim, meaning the family that was the original ones that had the Nechsimilog, they take everything. Now, we had in Yavamos a discussion that Abayi says that the Machlokas is, is based on um, the, 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 the stuff that the Yavama inherited that she was Yorish, while she was married to her dead husband, right? Now, in that case, the dead husband, the original one, husband number one, his rights to the property were equal to that of the wife. Therefore, when he dies, and then she dies while being a Shemir Siavim, her Yorishim and his Yorishim have equal right to go take it. Bishami holds that this, that this property should be divided equally between both of them, they still say that no, the chazaka of the original owner takes precedence, and therefore her Yarshim, who had it originally, take the nixim look. Rava disagrees with Abayi's understanding of this machlokas, because according to him, a uh, according because the way he sees it, a husband's rights in nixim look are greater than the wife's. Therefore, if she had Yarish the property when they're married, then her husband's rights would be passed over to the Yavam when he dies. And when the Yavam had died, her Yarishim wouldn't be able to get anything. According to Rava, Machlok Zbisham Hillel is focusing on the, on the stuff that she got while awaiting Yibam. In that meantime, in which her dead husband never had anything in the first place. Okay, that is enough communion between them. But for the the Ikan Nikudav, what we need for right now is that the reason why you can't go and get rid of it when you're already married with these type of Lushan is because it's Yado Ki Yada or Yado Adifami Yada, in which case you'd have to use a Lushan and Matana to get rid of it. We spoke in a case of Shutfin, and that is that if one says Dimudvarim, I have nothing to do with it, he didn't say anything because he has to give a Lushan Matana. Now the one wants to know, what happens if he does some sort of act, though? What if he did some sort of Kenyan? For example, he did some sort of Kenyan with Chalipin, where they gave they gave over like a handkerchief, and, and there was some sort of Shtikol um, Torah where there was exchanging over his stuff. Do we say that this is going on his nothingness, and therefore it's nothing? Or do we say since he did some sort of action, therefore it's effective? The Chalipin is going on the Dinu Dvarim statement, in which case... He did nothing. All you tra- or transferred over was the din dvarm shtekel, and that's nothingness. He did it, and therefore, that is a valid transaction. 
Lost the machlokas between Rav Yosef and Rav Nachman. Amar Abaye, Mistabra Milsad Rav Yosef, says Rav Yosef makes more sense. That what? That it's nothing. That nothing happened over here. Beep, turn the page, begin with base. Be'orer, in the case where we're talking about if he gets up immediately and argues on it. In other words, that is Be'orer, he's pre-protest the whole shtekel, and he gets up and says, you know what, I changed my mind over here and I want to take it back. In such a case, then in a chinami, it becomes like it was nothing. But if the guy goes and does that shtekel, then he's quiet, he doesn't say anything. Right, as she says, Yom or a day or two, and then he goes and he protests. Lo, that doesn't work. They taught him to do such a thing. It doesn't work. Um, it's a gufa shalkaka, and it actually does work. Wow, wow, we wa. Okay, Amar Ameimar Hilchasam Migufa Shalkaka Kanami Yado. The halacha is that Migufa Shalkaka that it actually does work. You do it with this whole shtickle toyer with like a chalipa or something like that. Then my friend, bam, you actually impacted a real transaction over there. Amar Le Ravashi Ameimar Ravashi said to Ameimar Be Orer O Be Omeid. What's he talking about? Is he talking about the halacha is with Orer or with Omeid? Like, under which case, where he immediately speaks up, or if he goes and he leaves her for two days? Who cares? Doesn't make a difference if he if he's meirer or if he or if he's quiet. Yosef. What do you mean? It's a big difference according to Rav Yosef. The Rabbi understood it that if he sets up a protest right away, then it doesn't work. I didn't hear such a thing. Meaning, I don't agree with such a thing. As soon as you do a Kenyan, even if you're afterwards, sorry, bro, you lost it. It's a goof shakaka and it's given over. So like the next part of the mission will be sad. Im Kane Lama Kasav Law, if it's true, that doesn't really do anything, right? When he says didn't that ainly I have I I have nothing to do with it, I can't fight against it. Here we say that he does get it and does get it afterwards. So why write it all together? What is it doing? So we said, no, no, if she sold it and she gave it away, that's actually going to work. Why didn't she just turn back to him and say, sorry, bro, you took your way, you, you, you removed yourself from it, therefore you get nothing. Right? He's able to go ahead and actually remove himself in some way, shape, or form, and as much as she can go and sell it. Why don't we say that he's Masulik, that he's removed himself from everything in Gansin? This means that the one Yad Balashtar, the one who has the star Alatachtona, on the bottom means as the weaker uh, is weaker over here. The woman was giving a star over here, it's very unclear exactly what she's saying. So we say that he's removing himself only from the least valuable right that he had in this, and that is to go ahead to stop her from going ahead to sell. The Amami Paris says the Gemara, but who says that that's the least valuable right? Why don't we say that the husband took away from his ability to go and take the produce? To take his peros. We've seen this. Where do we see this? We saw this earlier in Shas. Sukkah. The expression literally means a small gourd now is better than a large gourd later. Take what you can get. And that is that right now he can have the fruits whenever he wants. She might sell it. She might not sell it. So the right to put the whole back of that, less valuable than be able to take what you have right now. Says Gomara of Yerusha. Why don't we say that he pulled back from actually any sort of Yerusha if she ends up dying? Says Gomara, death is Shchiach. It's less common that she's going to go and sell something that she will go ahead and die. So therefore, again, the smallest thing is that you have sailed. And when a person is going to go and remove himself from something and remove himself from something which is not shchiach, she's not going to remove himself from something which is shchiach. That's going to happen. That is that she's going to die. 
Ashi Amar to explain what's pshat that we know that it's only getting rid of the ability to stop her from selling it. When he says that he's, he's, he's renouncing his ability to the property, which is implying what? But not something taken from the produce. And also to the property means not the claim that's going to happen after death, meaning Yerusha. Next part of the mission, we said the Rabbi Huda, he eats the pair of Paris unless he writes, I want nothing to do with the Paris and the pair of Paris. What does it mean, Paris? What does it mean, Paris? If he brings into the, 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 the marriage a property, and then they have fruit that comes up like an apple orchard, and fruit comes off at Haray and Paris. She sold those Paris, and she took land from it. And Paris came from that. Paris, that's Paris, Paris, that we explained already in the Mishnah. Le Rabbi Huda, according to Rabbi Huda, Peri Peris Davka, is it Peri Peris Davka? That's what has to be said over here. Odilma ad Olam Davka, or maybe to say ad Olam, and that's what's causing that uh, he's removed. Odilma Tavar Davka, maybe you have to have both of them, because it said Peris Peri Peris ad Olam. You have to say all of that, only one of it, or the other. And Tim Saloma Peri Peris Davka, if you want to say it means Peri Peris Davka, that's all you need to say. You don't have to say ad Olam. Ad Olam, why do you say ad Olam? Hakamash Malan says the Gemara, and what it's telling you, is cave in the cost of law, Periparus. Once a husband writes that he wants to get rid of his rights, the Periparus command the cost of law ad olam dummy. It's like he wrote ad olam. Or you want to say, Ad Olam Dafka, it's got to be Ad Olam, and Peri Peris Lamali, why would you have to write Peri Peris? Hakamashmal is telling you, Afa Gav, the Kussel of Peri Peris, even though he wrote, he's getting rid of his right to the Peri Peris, E Kussel of La Ad Olam in Ilolo. If you were Ad Olam, then, then that works, but if not, then uh, he didn't get rid of it. He doesn't give the, the, the rights. The third possibility is, Vim Tim Salomar, why would you have to have both? Tati Lamali, why would I have to write both of these ideas? Uh, in it to get rid of it. Tzrichi says the Gemara, it's, you have to write both. The cost of la peri peris, the cost of la adolam. You sort of say the fruit of the fruits and not adolam. Have a me to peri peris who the law achil. I would say I don't need the peri peris. So I'll peri the peri peris achil. The next generation, I would peri the peri peris. La hachi itzichalolam if to write adolam. The cost of la adolam, the cost of la peri peris, and have a mina. I would have thought liolam a peris kai. I would say the liolam is going on the original state of peris, but not the peri peris. La hachi itzich peri peris. That's so why I had to write Peripeiros, and therefore uh, we can understand Rabbi Huda in each of the three ways. So, which one is it? We don't. Uh, we kind of leave it. We don't. We don't really answer what it is. But he didn't say Peiros. He skipped the first stage. Can you eat that? He only removes himself from the second level of Peiros, but not from the first. He removes himself from all of it. Says the Gemara, What are you talking about? Of course, he's getting removing from everything. If you want to say that's what it means, then I'll ask Kevin Dachlin of the Paris. Once he eats the Paris, Pere Paris Mehecha, where are you going to have the Pere Paris coming from in the first place? The only way Pere Paris can come to existence is if he left that over. So it must mean that it's also for that also. So it's going to be according to you. That which we looked at in Mishnah, Behuda Omer, the Olam who Ochel Pere Paris, he eats the Pere Paris. Kevin Dachlin of the Paris, once he ate the Paris, Pere Paris Mehecha, where did it come from? Ella, but the Shire, we're talking about the kids. Where he left it over, he's have no raya. Hachanami the Bishaya left it over as well over here. So maybe what he means is only the rights to the second, but not the right to the first one. And we don't answer the question.
Okay, my friends, we're going to stop over here. I want to wish all y'all a great, great day.